0: Hi, you've called Mitch. Sorry, I missed your call. Just leave me a message after the beep and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Beep.
1: Not that beep. That was just
0: me making a noise. But this one...
1: Mitchell, if you're not here in five minutes, I'm going to buy a bronze Venetian sculpture from the 17th century on your credit card and replace you with that.
0: Sit down. Put your headphones on and fix yourself a refreshing glass of lemonade with Mitch and Pay.
1: All right, we're going. Hello. Hi. Bonjour. Bonjour.
0: Madame. Oh. Ça
1: va? I see what you did there. French? <laughs> yep, spoke some French. <laughs> I don't speak French. I'm not good at it. Do you speak any other languages? English. Uh, that's it. No, any other languages, Mitch?
0: <laughs> Besides my main? No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just full on English.
1: Just full on, full on English. <laughs> full on
0: English. I'm an English chap. Actually,
1: you? this is a good time. No, I don't. I don't. Oh, un burrito de espanol. Oh, but okay. that's all I can say Italian. in Spanish. No. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, Segway. Mitch is doing a play at the moment and he has to mm. speak in a British accent for it. Oh, don't tell people that. The whole podcast, they'll talk about this now, governor. Oh, Gavna. Gavna? It's not 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 you know, it's
0: not like this. This is very, you know, sort of posh. But mine's kind of like a bit like in the middle here, a bit sort of in this range. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you for the plug, though. I mean, yeah, it's exciting.
1: We were going to give away tickets, but then they yeah. all sold out. That's a good
0: thing. I'm like, we don't have a giveaway to give anymore, but we sold the show. So it's it's a positive. It is.
1: Mm. Anyway, welcome back. Yep. We have a very exciting episode for you today. Episode four. Episode four. It's exciting. It's sort of past the
0: hump of three, going into four, sort yep. of just going. Uphill getting there.
1: I feel like every podcast when we come on, we're like, Oh my god, we made it back. Like it's this massive thing. So
0: much surprise in every intro.
1: <laughs> From us mostly. Yeah, yeah. The audience
0: <laughs> is like, Yeah, we get it, you have a podcast. You're Move
1: obviously on. gonna keep making episodes, but yeah. we're just so thrilled with the fact that we haven't given up yet. Mm, so true. Now,
0: last last episode, you yes. actually lost of Oz. It was I did. The segment we did. And you lost by badly too. I, I did pretty good. No, I um, didn't. You, did. was... you lost by two, right?
1: No. It was, we were one, there was one point difference between us.
0: Yeah, well, I still won. Anyway, so <laughs> I wanted to give you, you had, you had to do a, a challenge, right? Because you I lost. And I was thinking it was social media themed. What can I get you to do that will sort of put you in the deep end with something that you're not used to? So I thought Snapchat. Paige hates Snapchat. So I had the idea to send her out onto the street and I wanted her to get a face swap with a complete random. And you did it, right? You went out.
1: Oh, I did do it. It took me a couple of goes, which was unfortunate for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> but I got it. I got it. And we're going to post it on social media. It's very funny. And you recorded it, right? <laughs> and I recorded it. Okay. Have a listen. Hi. I was just... Hello. Um, I have to do this thing with uh, Snapchat. I have to get a face swap. Can I borrow your face?
0: Um,
1: no. No, thanks. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks. Hey. <laughs> um. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Can 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 you do me a favor? Yes. I just need to get a face swap with you, a selfie face swap on Snapchat. Face oh, okay. Do you know what that is? No. So basically, it's oh, a the funny faces. Yeah. So it, uh, yeah, essentially funny faces. But it's like where Snapchat, which is an app, mm-hmm. swaps our faces, and then and then we. Okay, okay. Can I do that? All right, all right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for supporting well, my weirdness. Is very bad, So, I don't know. How it's look like No, you have a beautiful face. Okay. No, no, no. Let me get How do I do this? All right. Oh, see? See that? Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Okay, can you press the button? Can you press that button for me? Which one? Um the yellow one. Uh... Yeah, the yellow one. Ready? Answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so those girls at the beginning were not impressed. <laughs> the lady the... No. No, thank you. She yeah, just didn't I sw- want a bar well, of it. In her defense, I kind of accosted her in the coffee shop I was like, H- "Help! I podcast <laughs> Snapchat." It but- was so bad. You were
0: terrible at Snapchat. What
1: do you mean? Oh, wait
0: till you guys see this photo. It's gonna go on Mitch and Paige Instagram and Facebook. It is the worst photo. I. It's like, did you just bombard him on the street? That
1: is the idea of face swap. Is that you're what supposed do- to look weird <laughs> with randoms? Yeah, I mean, it's not like it was going to turn out making me look attractive. Right. The that whole wasn't point. the goal either, was it? Yeah, I wasn't going to come up there and be like, oh man, selfie, boom, wow, Paige really looks like Miranda Kerr in that
0: photo. I wanted to embarrass you and it worked and I'm really happy I did. You
1: have a sick sense of humour.
0: <laughs> I want you to do the other one with like, because you, you don't know Snapchat, like it's not your thing. No, I There's don't. There's one where like it looks normal but then you open your mouth and it goes like a vampire face. So next time we'll get you to do that
1: to a like, <laughs> Smile, hey, open your mouth. Mitch, I'm never losing another Quiz of Oz. Oh,
0: please. Next week, you're going down. Just like Dorothy went down the yellow brick road.
1: How long did it take (laughs) you to come up with that?
0: I just thought of it. Yeah, generally, I really did. But uh, why did we call it Quizzed of Oz?
1: Because quiz, ru- quizzed and quiz. Well, oh. Do you remember last week, actually, I was trying to tell you that I thought quiz was short for a longer version of the word. Yeah. Well, I did some research and it's not, but I know where I got confused. <laughs> like I said from the start. Quiz quiz is just the one word. Yeah. But I I was coming from some place of thinking there was a longer word attached to it and it's that there's a word existing... Quizzical. Pages is, is this your daily genu- squeeze? Is this what you're trying? <laughs> no, this is not my daily. You wait for my daily squeeze. Right, okay. Quizzical um, is a word that exists, although it's not the longer version of the word quiz. Quizzical just basically means odd or queer or questioning or puzzled in nature. The Quiz word, is
0: a separate word.
1: Yeah, but then you know how there's like the word questionnaire... Which okay. is not necessarily a longer version of the word question, but they kind of relate in some way. That's where my head was at. That You really anyway. like
0: words, Page, don't you? You're a wordsmith.
1: Well, do you know what? I'm a smith of a couple of different things. So let's get to it. I've got a good <laughs> squeeze for you today. All right,
0: go for it. It's time for the Daily
1: Squeeze. The episode is that time we critiqued art critics. Correct. So my daily squeeze is to do with art. Mm, Fancy. A little bit of a a history lesson for you as well. Okay, good. During World War II when the Nazis were getting all Nazi. Yeah, um, the
0: bad war. That was the the bad one, The bad war, exactly
1: right. So when they were going to bomb the French, the French got really worried because they thought they were going to attack the Louvre and all of the country's most historical pieces of art are in the Louvre. And so they transported them all away from Paris and dropped them in different chateaus all over the country in an effort for them not to get bombed.
0: Right. So to like to save the world's most famous pieces of art exactly from right. the Nazis.
1: Yeah, correct. The Mona Lisa got taken away right. and the Venus de Milo got taken away, what, which what is was that, that? The, the Venus de Milo, the statue of the lady and she's got her arms kind of chopped oh, off. the, the naked lady. The naked yeah. Well, she's not fully naked, she's, she's wearing a skirt. Nip, slip, nip slip. Yeah. Well she doesn't think you really have nipples if you've actually it's, she? Well, maybe she did have nipples, but they kind of eroded away. Right. Anyway the the point is that all these pieces of art, these really expensive historical pieces of art, got transported away, dropped in all the different chateaus around the country so that they wouldn't get bombed. And it was one guy's responsibility to oversee the transportation of all these pieces of art. So One can, French dude. One French dude. His name was Jacques. Of course. Can't pronounce <laughs> if his last name. you made me guess
0: it, it would be Jacques.
1: How much pressure would that be? Can you imagine if something happened to the Mona Lisa while oh. it was being taken to the Champagne region or wherever? <laughs> yeah. wherever
0: it? The Vine Vision? I think I'd freak out. I mean, I guess if you did damage one, you could just hire someone to paint a new one. Do you think they'd be able to? The
1: Mona Lisa. But I mean, it's just a face, right? I haven't seen it in real... Per- most, f- yeah, I've seen it. You've it's, seen it? Yeah, Yeah, I've been to the Louvre. No. Yeah. Is it good? Do you know what? Somebody took a photo of my face when I saw the Mona Lisa. Hold on, are you about to say that
0: you look like the Mona Lisa? And I did a face
1: swap with her and it was amazing. (laughs) No, one of my girlfriends who I was traveling with at the time was like, oh, I'm going to take a picture of you when you first view the Mona Lisa because it was like this big thing. I was really excited to see it. And the photo of my face is just the perfect demonstration of how I felt. You were I, amazed? I so or... underwhelmed. It underwhelmed? Is, it's tiny. No. It is tiny. Like A4 paper? Are we talking? Or... Not much bigger than that. Wow, that's great. In my mind,
0: it's huge, right?
1: No, not at all. And it's covered in glass, from what I've heard. Yeah, well, you can't get anywhere near it.
0: No, that wasn't Jacques, right? Jacques's dead. He's not protecting them anymore.
1: They were saying that they started to transport all these amazing pieces of art in 1938, so I'd say he's probably... He'd be
0: mostly, most likely yeah, dead.
1: I'd say he's wow. pushing daisies by this point. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And
0: just to so... protect the art. So that's how valuable art is. You can't put a price on art, can you?
1: Well, you can. And it's yeah. millions and millions of
0: dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's very true.
1: And there's, there's anyway. Okay. Perhaps, so you,
0: you'd have no more? I felt like there was something you wanted to throw in there. No,
1: I was going to say something else. And then I was just thinking, damn, that shouldn't be my daily squeeze. I saw oh. a really funny photo on BuzzFeed the other day yeah. of a guy who was pooping out these this colourful stream of, it didn't look like the consistency of shit, but he was it was coming from that region of his body. Anyway, it was like his big screw you to the artists out there that make millions and millions and millions of dollars off these paintings that four-year-olds could do.
0: I think it was a good choice that you didn't go with that for your daily squeeze.
1: Well, I couldn't have I couldn't have shown you the photo because obviously we're not... We could have posted it on social media. Maybe uh, we'll do that anyway. Yeah,
0: but it didn't sound like it was a very lemonade-friendly post. <laughs>
1: <laughs> talking about poo
0: yeah poo on a canvas mm. I think I prefer Jacques okay, good course, on him well, he did well none of them were lost none of them were destroyed he, Nazis died he so. did
1: his his entire career was on the line I like Jacques <laughs> yes that okay that was
0: a good one I felt like I learned something then I feel like I feel you like mine... always
1: critique my daily squeeze your yeah. go to reaction after I ever give a daily squeeze is oh well that was good one. Well, because I genuinely feel like, yeah, I,
0: I, might, I might already know. Because well, I, I had no idea that that existed. Well, and I like history. Who doesn't like history? And also, you know, stick it to the Nazis. They weren't nice. <laughs> <laughs> they were no, bad. They weren't. All right, what's yours? <laughs> um, mine is pretty interesting. Mine's following down the art vein as well. It's this cool little website um, called Pixmaven.com. Right? Oh, yeah. And I guess it's kind of the website to go to when your inner critic isn't feeling very critical. It is a website that will tailor make a critique for you. So it's designed on for- On your art? On anything, on absolutely anything. So I'm going to do it right now, okay? I've got post it open. a selfie. Yeah, yeah. We could post a selfie or what I'm going to do is, let me get it up. All you have to do, it's quite simple, is-
1: Mitch, can you post the selfie that I took with our mate yeah. earlier? Yeah, yeah, easy. I'll do it right now. Let's I'm get to, a critique. I'm going to
0: upload it. Okay, I'm doing it now. Okay, so it's creating a response as we speak. Okay, it says, voila, your instant critical response to the art product you just produced is here. Okay, this is it. I'm troubled by how the iconosity of the spatial relationship visually and conceptually activate the remarkable handling of light within the product. <gasps> Isn't that beautiful? I understood none of it, but it was beautiful, right? So eloquent. So, for example, it can also just put in any five numbers in the world and it will create a beautifully crafted critique of it. So, give me five numbers. Let's do this. Um, 24.
1: Yep. 20. Yep. 1991.
0: No. Okay, you're done that that'll do that'll uh, do th- that's okay not, not creating was... art oh oh this is nice this is very kind of a critique of you page this is your critique right you gave me those numbers i'm gonna critique page i find this work menacing and playful because of the way the reducive quality of the negative space verges on coding a participation in the critical dialogues of the 1990s wow oh that was weird right you were born in the 1990s how did it know that you're menacing playful at the same time how
1: did know that crazy right bongo except for art critiquing
0: exactly so it's a website it's called pixmaven.com it's pretty cool and i just feel like if you have to critique something why not go to that website you don't have to think of any big words. you just put in some numbers or upload a picture and it will critique it for you
1: instantaneously it's cool huh
0: there you go but you know i actually think this has a good use for a certain type of person yeah and hear me out here because this might take a while to get across but i feel like people at vivid would really Very get some use out of, this. of you. Thank you. Tying in vivid Sydney, it's a great light festival for those who, you know, we have overseas listeners. Light, light.
1: art and music.
0: Light art and music festival. No, 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 light ideas and music. Also, there's no art, so it's just light and ideas. Yeah, it's a cool festival. Anyway, it's in the Sydney Harbour region, and they light up the Opera House and the Harbour Bridge, and it's really cool. But. I just get a bit annoyed by people who go to these type of things and then suddenly they're an art critic. Or they'll Instagram a photo of something and they'll say, look at this beautiful take on 1930s wartime. And it's like, hold on, where did you pull that from? So I was thinking and and we had a chat and uh, we actually hit the streets of Sydney And we did a very special edition of our segment, Street Stalk.
1: We just wanted to chat to the attendees of Vivid to see what they thought they knew about art. (laughs) And we, we got some really funny responses. Have a listen.
0: Hi, my name's Craig Smith. I'm from uh, Nine News. I just wanted to get your opinion on this art piece and just what you think it's about.
1: Well, for me, um, this installation is actually really representative of Jesus. Jesus' light, how God spreads his ever-present wealth and light over everyone. And for me, that's really what this piece is about. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much. So just to clarify for people listening at home, it is a tree wrapped in three sets of Christmas lights. Yeah. So uh, just so people can envision it. What was your name? Petunia. Petunia, thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, hold on. Let's just stop it right there. What was she talking about?
1: She was talking about divine intervention. Don't tell
0: me you're buying into her crap.
1: Well, I'm not necessarily buying all the way into her crap, but I understand where she's coming from. I think her views are validated. I don't necessarily subscribe to the same religion as her, but she saw the light coming out of the tree and it's something uh, spiritual. It looked angelic with the rain against the water.
0: But I don't know how she can pull Jesus out of it. She it's a Jesus bit crazy, on the mind. But big crazy, I think.
1: Well, I actually got a great guy. He was uh, an ex Good art- for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy for you, Paige. I found myself a candidate, that's yeah. for sure. This guy's an ex-art teacher, so he knew what he was talking about. Mm. Have a listen. Hi there, my name is Patricia Lacey, I'm from the ABC. We're just making a podcast on uh, how people are receiving Vivid this year. Can I get, get a comment from you?
0: Absolutely. I come to Vivid every year. Oh,
1: lovely. Just for our, our listeners, what are we looking at right now? The cathedral.
0: We're looking at the Cathedral of Light. It's a, it's an installation piece. Um, I think personally it kind of represents the intersection between religion, religion, and the phallic form. Oh. Uh, let me describe it to your listeners. It's, it's shaped like a cathedral, it's made out of fairy lights. It sounds very simple, but it's actually deeply complex. There's some sexual imagery happening.
1: A- actual sexual imagery on here, or just oh, no, in your in, own? In, head? In,
0: in my interpretation, but oh. that, like, I feel like it's reasonably evident in the shape of the cathedral. Historically, uh, cathedrals are the s- seat of the patriarchy, and uh, representing it in light like this is kind of inverting the expectation about what religiosity and sex have in relation to one another.
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for your time.
0: You're very welcome.
1: So, yeah.
0: That that was interesting. Quite confronting, to be quite honest. Yeah, Uh, I,
1: I liked the fact that he was a grown man with an education talking to a young girl on the street about penises. It was bold. One word, bold. He was interesting, he was quirky, but did he make sense? what that app said did that make sense (laughs) not really no all you have to do to critique art is just throw a bunch of words in and not make any sense isn't that what our
0: podcast is our podcast is art it is art I reckon if it was available in 1933 Jacques would have hidden it to the wine country in France they would have been like get the Mona Lisa get the titless lady and get lemonade with Mitch and Page. shove it in a crate and hide it from the
1: Nazis and then imagine if people discovered it now like if we'd recorded it in the 30s and then people pulled it out and discovered it now they'd they'd be like who are these individuals they'd be shocked look at
0: this lady with a with a short haircut she must be a slapper Hitler Hitler wanted to get rid of us anyway did he yeah I think so I think if there was like the myth of lemonade it would be us being banished by a young Hitler after he just got fired from art school the Lemonade movie will be set in the thirties, and you and I make the podcast in like an old dingy shack, and we're being broadcast on AM radio. Yeah,
1: like Anne Frank kind of style. We're up there doing a guerrilla <laughs> podcast
0: from our from our like uh, up, what's that part of upstairs called? It's called an attic. An attic. Yeah, from our attic, we're broadcasting. It's windy and rainy. There's like you know Nazis. Well, let me, I'm gonna get, our door. Wait,
1: let's practice. I'm gonna give us some wind and rain okay, sound cool, effects cool. now. All right, All right, here we go. Page, it's um nineteen thirty. L- l-
0: l- l- <coughs> I've got the smoker's cough. Page, I think I'm dying.
1: Uh, so, well, we just wanted to talk about. <gasps> oh God, they're coming for us again! Oh no! <laughs> I think it's Hitler. He wants to put our podcast in a box. This is really nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we Definite- suit the 30s. Definitely pitch it to HBO. Definitely. <laughs> All right, we're getting a little off track though because yeah. we made a supercut.
0: Yeah, we did. It's the Vivid two thousand and sixteen supercut.
1: Let's do it. Oh, no, 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 no.
0: My name is Craig Fitzgerald. I actually work for 10 News. Uh, we do a little radio show. Uh, I'm just really interested to get your opinion on Vivid and, like, what you think of the whole festival. Um, yeah, I, um, I actually recently got back from uh, Europe where they actually did a similar thing, and I believe the people there uh, based it off of, you know, uh, our one here. And, uh, oh, whereabouts in Europe? Um, a heap through, like, you know, Italy, Germany, that right, type. Right, like the main ones, the main ones. Yeah, cool. What do you think of this installation? It's kind of like a triangle light piece with a circle in the middle. What, what do you think it, it's symbolic of?
1: I personally think it
0: represents existentialism, and you know the, that question of what is humanity type of thing. Is this is this your partner? What do you what do you think of it? I think that like It's he's some... not my boyfriend by the way Oh right All oh, good oh, we Yeah yeah She's my girlfriend I think it's about like veganism and stuff and like vegans is becoming like the big pop trend and like Sydney and stuff So this light installation of, it's a giant Santa Claus and you think that's a statement on veganism Santa is like the pinnacle of presents and gift giving and, and veganism is about giving gifts to the animals and stuff Yeah No I could not agree more I could not agree more yeah. And you from Newtowns? So you're used to art pop ups and things I live on King Street Aha That's the hub of it Thank you so much Lovely to meet you guys My name's Craig Smith, I'm from uh, Nine News. I just wanted to get your opinion on this art piece. Um,
1: yeah, I think it's making a statement on like greenhouse gases and the lighting and the green in it. Uh, yeah, I think it's working
0: because it's green. You think that is representing like yeah, the environment? Yeah, and... yeah, I reckon. And you have a degree?
1: Yeah, I did an arts degree at Sydney Uni.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. This might be on the news, so I uh, just oh, wow, yeah yeah on the news podcast we. Do.
1: Hi there. My name's Penelope. I'm from SBS News. We're just trying to get some audio of how the general public is interpreting some of the light installations for Vivid. Can I get a statement from you? Um, well, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure that the designer of the Opera House was a woman, right? Okay. The... It's, it's obviously like a feminist statement. I think it's probably about like the, the teeth, really, the teeth of feminism, like biting. I mean, like I, I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was. Designed by John Bootson, but I don't know, I I could be wrong. All right, well, well, thank you so much for your time. It's my pleasure. Well, that was a wild Friday night out at Vivid. Yeah, a wild mix of emotions from everyone there. It was
0: uh, a roller coaster. It definitely was. Hey, at least they knew what they were talking about. If we didn't understand, they did. So yeah. good on them, you know, as long as they're happy, right? <laughs> you sound so condescending. <laughs> no, I'm not meaning to. I'm really not meaning to. Yes, but you are. I'm actually going to try and flip it now, right? I okay. think in a similar vein to what we've just spoken about, I'd like us to try on the Vivid shoes. And I think we should take our turn in actually critiquing something the world has to offer. It's a, it's a new segment that we've created and it's called Ridiculous Reviews. Let's play. It's time for ridiculous reviews. Oops. Let's get ridiculous! Let's
1: get ridiculous! Go, 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 go. This
0: man is seriously delusional.
1: Let's get ridiculous! Okay, so how does Ridiculous Reviews work, Mitch? Okay,
0: so um, it's a fun little game. It's quite simple. The premise is we want to try and be the, you know, sort of wankerish reviewers that we had at Vivid. So you're going to give Aunt me... Art Exactly. Yeah, that was a nice way to put it. Um, you're going to give me a piece of art. I'm going to give you a piece of art. And we then have 30 seconds to critique it. We have no idea what the piece of art is. We've never seen it before, nor do we know its background. But we have to convincingly review it.
1: Yep. So we're going to give each other a photo. Yep. And we're going to give each other a price and um, the name of the artist. Exactly.
0: Okay, so I'll go first. I'll give you a piece of art page. Leave the room. I'm going to quickly just describe the art to the listeners so they can picture it while you critique it. All right, okay. Get out out of of here. Okay, all right. So this piece of art is, it's like an oil pastel painting of Grumpy Cat. You know Grumpy Cat, that that world-famous Instagram cat? It's an oil pastel painting. It's like Vincent Van Gogh-inspired Grumpy Cat. So... Let's see what Paige has to say about this. All right, come back in. All
1: right, have, oh you got, have you got my piece of art? Oh, I've
0: got your piece of art. You ready?
1: And have you got a price as well?
0: Oh, the price for this, yes. This sold at auction for $28,000. Great price, I think. Reasonable. Yeah, definitely. Okay, you've got 30 seconds to critique this, Paige. Your time starts now. <laughs>
1: (laughs) This piece is actually a social commentary on sexuality. Uh, The fact that they've used a cat to represent the feminine and the spectrum of blues in the background to represent masculinity, uh, particularly in the 21st century, is quite a profound and deeply insightful metaphor. The texture in the painting speaks about the rough and messy experience this cat has had coming to terms with its own sexuality and the use of oil as a medium alludes to the notion of how lubricated society needs to be to deal directly with such adverse issues. Um, I think it's also important to make note of the huge dark circles around Grumpy Cat's eyes. Which suggests this painting may also be a statement on our reliance as a Generation Y on technology as a means of communication and to solve problems that we are not ready and able to deal with in real-life uh, situations. I, and the the fluid motion... And we're
0: done, and that critique is over. Paige, I feel like you still had so much more to give. I could have given a lot more. Wow. It the... all just flowed inside.
1: I was inspired by the Beautiful. pussy. Beautiful.
0: We'll put that pussy on our Instagram so people can look at it too. It's my turn now.
1: All right, get out of here. All right, Bye. So, my piece of art for Mitch is by Henry Matisse. It's called The New Dead Oz for Iat uh, Number 4. and It was painted in 1958, and it's basically an iron pillar with a bunch of protruding things embossed into it. Um, And, uh, yeah, we'll see what Mitch has got to say about it. All right.
0: Sorry, I'm back. It's cold out there.
1: (laughs) This one is Henry Matisse. Mm -hmm. It was painted in the 1950s. It's Mm -hmm. worth 48 Million. Oh, just
0: a small sum. Okay. Here First it. time I'm ever seeing it. Here it is. All right. Oh, can I, can I have it? Can mm-hmm. I have it? Let me have a look. Um, this isn't the real thing, by the way. <laughs> no. We don't have the actual Henry Matisse
1: piece. It's just my laptop. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I've Ready? got 30 seconds. And your time starts...
0: Funnily enough, I actually see the crimson inside the piece uh, by Matisse. That rhyme wasn't on purpose. Is symbolic of what looks to be an elephant's trunk. Elephants, which were a, a massive pop culture icon in the 1950s, actually influenced art to a huge degree. Their trunks, often referred to as trunquito, are a massive art form from the 50s, like I said. Now, the price, $48.8 million, is quite representative of the metallic colour, also linked to Metallica, the band, which rose to fame in the 1970s. Uh, This piece by Matisse, Uh, by Henry, I feel like is is beautiful. Closing comment. Closing comment. It is definitely a piece uh, to represent racism in Africa.
1: Feminism and racism. Yeah, I mean, the two biggest things in the world. I feel like I need to like calm down after that and have a cup of tea. That was just so much emotion inside me. Or just
0: watch Antiques Roadshow, because I feel like we are the new, two new presenters of Antiques Roadshow.
1: Yeah, maybe in 50 years.
0: <laughs> Future career prospects. Mm. It's in my mind. That's my goal.
1: Put it out to the universe. Yeah. Plant the seed and see what happens. <laughs> if, if in 50 years I'm not presenting Antiques Roadshow, I'm going to be really disappointed with myself when I pull this out of the vault.
0: Yeah. Do you present on Antiques Roadshow? I mean, I don't, I don't, actually, I've never you, watched it. I don't know. My, it's always it. on in the background of my nan's life. I feel like it's the backtrack to my nan's life. It's but, her soundtrack. Yeah, it's a soundtrack to my, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's
1: the music to your nan's life.
0: Kissy. <laughs> Kissy, gotta love her. We'll have to have her on one day. Absolutely. We need to get her on. Um, well, I guess
1: that's it for today. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, feel free to leave any comments, critiques or um, a- yeah. abuse.
0: <laughs> go on uh, www.pixmaven.com and comment what, what they think the review on our podcast is.
1: Yeah, we'd be interested if, very anyway. if interested. anyone wants to do that. We welcome that.
0: Well, episode four was fun. I enjoyed it. We were very critical this episode, but I think uh, for, the, for the benefit of art, and I think we had to do it.
1: Yeah, and beauty is suffering, you know. Beauty you is suffering.
0: Art is pain. Life is... Is torture. Torture. Yeah, and food is lovely. So <laughs> yeah. that's,
1: that's the synchronicity of it all. Let's talk
0: about food next Yum. time. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Yes. Uh, we'll catch you at episode five. Definitely. Uh, and
1: Paige, don't forget before we go. No, no. How could I ever forget? I know. This, well, this episode has been proudly sponsored by the vicarious, valiant Vikings. We love them. Who are the great um, art uh, auctioners mm-hmm. and they uh, operate out of Marrickville. Yeah. And they are... Uh, they only specialise in medieval art so if you need to get some then you go down there they have auctions every Sunday and uh yeah it's it's a great it's a great time they do and their slogan is um
0: oh what is it very yeah very it's just that very and then a lot of these. Yeah it's weird but it works for them. Very verbose art.
1: Yeah 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 very cool. Very
0: verbose art.
1: Yep so that's what it is and uh you can check them out and uh that was really fun. <laughs> bye guys. bye. guys, see you next week. Extra bright I want you all to see